This is Water Daily for September 26, 2023. This week we explore Matthew 21, 23 to 32, in which Jesus tells another story about how the first will be last and the last first. Today's reflection is, who's in your wallet? In yesterday's reflection, I wandered into one aspect of the word authority, the who's in charge sense. But the temple leaders interrogating Jesus in our gospel passage meant more, who's backing you? Who is ultimately responsible for what you're saying and doing? We all carry bits of paper and plastic around with us, which we use to buy things. These derive their value from what backs them. The dollar bill is only worth the paper it's printed on because the U.S. Treasury has issued it. A letter of introduction to someone who might give you a job has value because of the person who signed it. Jesus' teaching and miracles had value because they were evidence of the power of the God who backed him. Those who believed that he represented the living God were fine with that. Those who thought they knew God better had their doubts. Hence their question, by what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? It's a good question for us as we seek to offer love, peace, healing, and justice in God's name. We know our world is full of people doing all kinds of things in the name of God as they understand God. How do we justify our ministries? in the name of a force no one can see or prove? Well, the first answer is, we can't, not fully. Not to someone who is sure there is no God or no creator who interacts with his or her creation. And we don't have to try to prove God. We are only to bear witness to what we see and know and to help generate evidence for others to respond to and then be around when their questions burble up. Beyond that, we should speak and act in the name of God often. That's what it means to bear witness to the Jesus we know. So when we serve a meal at a shelter or spend time with a sad friend because we feel called by God to do so, let's say so. When we hear of a situation over which we are powerless, let's offer to pray and say it's because we believe God's power is at work in the world. How do we evaluate actions that are justified as reflecting God's authority? Christians have been given criteria. One is, do we see evidence of the Holy Spirit? Do we see good fruit? That's a mark of the Spirit. Is there more peace? That's a mark of the Spirit. A religious organization that sends out hate-filled communications is not moving in the Spirit and authority of God. What spiritual fruit is being born? Another criteria is, is a given action consistent with the revelation we received from Jesus or in Scripture? This last is a pretty wide field. Our scriptures contain all kinds of things that don't look to me like the fruit of the Spirit. So I'd lean toward the Jesus side of the equation. Is it consistent with what he did and taught? If you're unsure, ask a brother or sister in community to help you discern. By whose authority do we do the things we do? If it's by the authority of God in Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, let people know it. 
we have been given access to an incredible inheritance already. Here and now, immense spiritual power. God didn't mean for that to stay in a bank vault. We carry the cards, the cash, the checks to spread that wealth around, backed by our all-powerful, all-merciful, omnipotent God. Let's use it. Who's in your wallet?